So Robert Wood Woody Johnson the fourth was born uh, April twelfth, nineteen forty seven, in New Jersey. He's the like I was saying, he's the heir to the Johnson Johnson Pharmaceutical Fortune, which was founded by his great grandfather Robert Wood Johnson the first. There's nine generations of Johnsons who are wealthy, right? At this point, you know, um, like I didn't know the amount of brands Johnson and Johnson owned. And I, I like to play a game with billionaires, which is how many inches am I away from their products? And it turns out with uh, Johnson and Johnson, I'm usually zero inches away because they make uh, uh, the AccuV contact brand is Johnson and Johnson. So, uh, you know, at times now right now, but like at times I have I have Johnson Johnson products in my eyes at all times. Like <laughs> that's that, how you far know, you're away you are from a from a Johnson. <laughs> Basically, yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm zero inches away from a Johnson in my face at all times, usually. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's nothing. If you if you use their baby powder, then it stays in your lungs forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi, if that's a problem for you, I've um, I've got this place that does real great work. <laughs> I mean, you know, from Neosporin to Band Aid to Bengay to Nicorette to uh, just the list goes on and on, and we'll probably later do an episode on Johnson Johnson, the company, because it's just too large of a yeah. uh, smorgasbord for one episode. Yeah. Uh, suffice to say, this is a global operation that brings in $100 billion in revenue. They brought in $100 billion revenue last year, uh, $41 billion net income, over 100,000 employees. Wow. And it's been, it was, for the first several decades, it was run by a Johnson. Now it's not anymore. Um, that's when things went downhill. No, it's like. Yeah, they employ over 10,000 people alone, and they're denying that this product causes cancer department. <laughs> <laughs> Sean mentioned baby powder. So they, in 2016, Johnson Johnson was ordered to pay $72 million in damages to some families who died of ovarian cancer and they said it was related to the baby powder and in 2018 11,000 people sued Johnson Johnson over cancers allegedly caused by the baby powder and this has just been kind of an ongoing issue for them yeah the baby powder story some people might remember Reuters broke it in 2018 and if you didn't read the article at the time I do recommend it a lot because it's pretty horrifying but uh, Reuters obtained internal documents that said Johnson and Johnson didn't tell the FDA that at least three tests um, from three different labs of their baby powder from 1972 to 1975 had found asbestos in its talc. Hmm. Oh uh, God. It, yep. So like when we talk about it, this story is broken by Reuters in 2018, it goes all the way back to 1972. So this yep. is 50 fucking years of Johnson & Johnson knowing that there was asbestos all over their baby powder and that it was giving people cancer. And uh, like the story opens uh, very tragically with uh, the story of this woman, uh, Darylin Coker, uh, who sued Johnson & Johnson um, because she had mis misothelioma and she had to drop her lawsuit in 1999 because she ran out of money and she didn't have any evidence mm -hmm. and that she died of misothelioma and then it wasn't until almost 20 years lo later finally the truth comes out and as mm -hmm. Steve mentioned there there's as of 2018 over 11,700 plaintiffs are suing Johnson & Johnson over this 
for uh, various cancers, including mesothelioma and ovarian cancer. But I just liked, as of today, when we went to record this, uh, November 20, 2020, uh, the New York Post reports that a, uh, a New York State judge has just today ordered Johnson & Johnson to pay $120 million in damages to a Brooklyn woman and her husband after she blamed her cancer on asbestos exposure from using the company's baby powder. So uh, it's really horrible stuff. How many people do you think got fired for suggesting that maybe they don't use asbestos in the baby powder? <laughs> I, know it's, I know it makes it very fine and soft. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, although we won't cover it too in-depthly, uh, from a few of the documentaries I watched that we'll talk about uh, at the end of this episode, apparently they were also a part of the... 1970s pro-apartheid in South Africa movement with IBM Firestone and themselves, Johnson & Johnson, for uh, obvious reasons, being cheap labor. But uh, they were also wrapped in, uh, hey, we think uh, uh, slavery is good uh, within the last 50 years. I guess 60 now. You see, the problem in black families is there's no father because we killed him with our baby powder. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a shock that that guy, mm. that one of the heirs of that fortune turned out to be wildly racist. <laughs> <laughs>